because nothing had changed for me. I was like, well, before I was married, that's what I'm spending money on. Now that I'm married, that's what, that's what I'm spending money on. So yeah. what's the big deal? Hi guys, welcome back to another finance discussion with Skilled Finances. My name is Lindy and this is Tando. If you're joining us for the first time, we're so excited to have you here with us. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and follow us on YouTube, hit that notification bell so you don't miss any new discussions. As well as that, make sure you follow us on Spotify or Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Skilled Finances. Yeah, we're excited to talk about and dive into today's discussion which is the three money conversations that you should be having with your partner now this is going to be a very interesting discussion because obviously we've had this conversation ourselves many times but also because genuinely speaking talking about money as a couple is one of those really tough conversations to have at times especially if you've been if you've been together for some time but you still haven't actually spoken about money yet uh, so what we're going to do today is kind of give you three conversations that you should have with your partner today even if you've had these conversations before in the past yeah. it's good to revisit them it's good to keep having the money conversation running in your relationship because that will just enhance and continuously improve your relationship with money and your relationship with each other as you grow together Absolutely. So what would you say is the first money conversation that couples should have with each other? Do you know what? I think you should talk about each other's spending habits. Right. Because it's one of those things where you both have different spending habits between the two of you. Yeah. And so if you don't talk about each other's spending habits, I would just assume that, you know, my way works and that's kind of it. But when we start to talk about each other's spending habits, you find that you learn more First of all, about yourself, because then your yeah. partner's telling you things that you maybe even didn't even realize that you actually do with your money, but also because you will actually then really see how different you are. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I feel like that's what happened with us. So we came into the relationship, moved in together after we got married, but I guess we didn't think this was nah. an important thing. Like it doesn't really cross your mind because you're thinking, oh, now we're married, we can move in together and be happy and live happily ever yeah. after. But the fact that you have to talk about like your spending habits and your money habits, it just never like crept up on us. Like that was something that we had to do, but then it then came up in disagreements and arguments because there's five Amazon parcels coming today, five (laughs) pretty little thing parcels coming tomorrow, this and that coming in the post. And we're looking at each other like, but where are you getting the money to do that? Or why do you keep ordering stuff? But I feel like had we spoken about it, from the get-go and understood the way we spend money, what really affects the way that we spend money, what's the psychology behind like our spending habits, it would have been a lot better. No, absolutely. I mean, obviously we're talking about shopping, as you said, online, but this also includes eating out um, or just anything discretionary spending that you do have, which you are happy to spend your money on, but your partner, it's not that they're not happy about it, but they just don't see it as a value really. So like, you know, there are things that I was like, yeah, babe, let's do this, let's do this. And then Lindy would just be like, that, why would why are you even talking about this? That's that was not like, even like the a food thing. shop. Yes, yeah, the, the food, food shop. shop was like a big one for us because I'd just come straight out of uni and then got married. Mm. So you know the life is it's a hard life at university. 
unless if you're really blessed, it's a hard life. So then I was coming into it like, listen, we still need to be buying the basics. Like you need to be buying smart price, this and that, that's not too expensive. But then you'd be like, oh no, actually it's okay to splurge. It's okay to yeah. to buy food without having like a shopping list or things like that. But we had to meet in the middle, but that only then had happened after we'd had a disagreement about it. Yeah, so so in that scenario then, when you're having the conversation, what do you think... Like, how do you even start this conversation? Because it's hard to kind of just say to somebody, what are your spending habits? That kind of, I wouldn't even know how to answer myself. But I think like the thing about it is that if, you're, if, if, I was to, if you were to ask me what I think your spending habits are, yeah. that conversation might actually flow a little bit better. Because in that instance, I'm actually giving you productive yeah. or some sort of criticism to say, oh, do you know what I've noticed? I've noticed that you spend money in this way, you spend money that way. And then the same vice versa, because then yeah. that will actually then give you the room to then have this conversation in a meaningful way. The reason why this is important, as Linda said, is because you're obviously two different people coming together, right? So it's easy to agree on things that bills because there's kind of one way to pay yeah, bills. You, know, you just pay it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? You just pay your rent, you just pay your electric <laughs> and that's it, that's done. But like with things like takeaways or shopping online or whatever other discretionary spending you may have, there will be very different ways that you would do that, even if you do agree on how you do it. And so just having that conversation mm. to understand the way your partner sees that this is how I would prefer to spend my, my money or even just understanding that, okay, we're different in this regard. I would be happy with getting a takeaway once a week at 10 pounds or 15 pounds right. sort of uh, threshold. Whereas maybe you want to get takeaway three times a week at 30 pounds per time. Yeah. And like the, already in that example, there is a huge difference. And so that's why it's important to then have this conversation because you are going to have differences. Absolutely. And I guess it goes back to what you said before, which is that it's it's about understanding the other person as well and understanding their habits. Mm. Because I think I didn't realize some of my spending habits until you pointed them out. Because to me, it was normal. Like it was the norm. Because nothing had changed for me. I was like, well, before I was married, that's what I'm spending money on. Now that I'm married, that's what, that's I mean. what I'm spending money on. So yeah. what's the big deal? But obviously when you have that conversation and don't have it from like an attacking point of view, because mm. I feel like things will go left real quick. But if you have it in a nice way, do you know what I mean? And you're just enlightening each other about the things that you're seeing happening in terms of your spending. So it's definitely one of those that's important to have. Right. So that's the first one. What would you say is the second one, uh, the second money conversation that all couples should have in order to improve their relationship with money and um, with each other? Yeah, I'd say that it's definitely important to have a discussion about how you handle family Ooh. and money because yeah. it will happen. Let, let's be very honest. There will be a time when a family member or a friend or someone will ask one of you money and Okay. Like, it, it's a hard one. Like, if my mom was to ask me for money, it's hard for me to say no. Do you know what I mean? And in that moment, I'll probably be understanding her situation because that's your parent or that's your brother, that's your sister. You know their situations and I probably know them deeper than you do. So then you'd probably think, well, she's just asking for money for this thing. Yeah, but yeah, for yeah. me, I know the depth of like the, the reason why she's asking it. Mm. And it's very easy for me to then be like, oh yeah, let me just give it to them because I've got it. Let me just of give course. it to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you guys don't have the conversation about, okay, what do we do when family or friends ask for money are we 
saying yes? Are we saying no? Are we talking about it? If you don't have that conversation, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a deep one, especially if you have a joint money mindset and you put all your money together. It will definitely be a tough one. Yeah, so I was about to come to that because if 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 you're keeping your money separate, yeah, this might not be too much of an issue. Yeah. I mean, it's it might still creep up because then it's like at some point there'll be an effect, wouldn't it? So I can imagine myself in a situation where if I'm giving some of my money to family, then I may then come to you to like, make up for money. that difference. Oh, yeah. can, can you help me in this? Or can or go to somebody else if I don't want to ask you. I might go to somebody else and be like, okay, help me out with this. And so it it could have a ripple effect that could still impact your relationship, nonetheless. But it's still a huge issue, yeah. especially, you know, with family, because as you say, family, just they just know how to pull your strings. Yeah. They just know like what to say. They know um, the right buttons to push. They know the right buttons yeah. to push and stuff like that. And sometimes it's not just about asking money. It's also even to the point of like you're pretty much financially looking after a yeah. family member. And how would that work in your relationship where you're, you're, you're part of your financial setup is, okay, I'm taking care of so-and-so in my family, or I'm taking care of this, that, and the other in my family. And if your partner doesn't, you know, doesn't know that, mm. that's, that could be a tricky situation. I feel like you should talk about it because then at the very least, it's understanding that, okay, we have this obligation outside of our four walls yeah. that we are, you know, taking care of, that we're looking after, albeit maybe from your own money. Yeah. But it's, it's still understanding that dynamic, isn't it? Of like, if you are looking after somebody financially in your, in your family with your money, that's still an obligation that I'm like, am I willing to like put my money towards that or not? Yeah. I don't know. And I think especially if it's, if you've got the joint money mindset, it affects you the more then because Definitely. you're putting your money, you don't see it as his money, my money, but it's our money. So yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. comes in the pot is our money. And then if you're saying, okay, um, in this house, we earn 3,000 pounds, let's say, for example. And you're then saying, out of that 3,000, we're paying our bills at like 1.5. But I'm having to support this family member with 300 pounds a month. 300 pounds is not small money. Like If you think about life nowadays, things have gone up, things are expensive. And now you're thinking, okay, now we're having to support Lindy's um, auntie or mom or something with 300 pounds a month. Like... If you don't have that conversation, that's easily an argument right there. Because yeah. then I'll think, well, I've always done it. Of course. It, it's yeah, the yeah. right thing to do. Do you know what I mean? So I should keep doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, if you definitely don't talk about it, it will cause a lot of issues for you. Another part to talk about family money is actually going to do with just f other family traditions or right. just things that your family do that need money. Yeah. So imagine if like you and your family meet up every christmas and everyone buys each other a gift i mean oh, if you have yeah. a big family let's, <laughs> That's just, let's just say there's 20 yeah. people and it's going to be christmas and every christmas the tradition is you buy every single person a gift yeah now and now imagine if that's how i was raised that's how i'm that's what i'm used to you're then coming into this relationship or we're obviously in a relationship but your history is that you maybe only buy your very immediate family yeah. gifts but even that's not an it's not an obligation yeah. it's just it's a choice if you want to. And if you don't, that's equally okay. And so you can imagine now the two of us planning Christmas and I'm like, yeah, it's like, it goes without saying we <laughs> buy everybody a gift. Whereas you're then coming into it like, no, it doesn't. Like, yeah. You don't have to buy all 20 people a gift. Yeah. Just buy your mom and dad a gift maybe. But beyond that, you don't have to get your aunties, auntie and cousins, whatever, Yeah, like a gift. But like, that's what I'm used to. Exactly. So like, how does that work? 
I feel like those are the things that actually do happen. The way we oh, got definitely. around it was we had to talk about this. We had to sit down. This was before we were married, actually. Yeah. And fortunately for us, the person that did our marital counseling brought this up with us. And they were like, listen, family would be a big deal when you're married. Massive. So you need to talk about this. So he was just like, just think about how you will handle family members that ask you for money. So we had to sit down and have a conversation. Like, yes, I completely understand you wanting to support your side of the family, and he understood me wanting to support my side of the family, but we are also our own family over here. So how are we going to navigate this? And I guess what we had then agreed on was when someone from your side of the family wants money, they should come to me. And that's simply because they don't know what buttons to push with me and vice versa. When someone from my side wants money, they'll go to you because I don't feel like they'll know exactly which buttons to push with you. Mm. And then after that, what we then do is we still come together and we have a conversation about it. So we talk about it. Okay, I've received a a text, a call, whatever from so-and-so and they're asking for this much. What do you think we should do? And If anything, I've now, over time, I've now learned that there is nothing wrong with saying, I don't have it. If you genuinely don't have it, you don't have it. And now I think I'm at that point in life where I'm saying, I can't sacrifice us and I can't sacrifice like our household to then better someone else's life or to then uh, meet the needs of someone else. Yes, I would love to help. But if in that moment, I genuinely don't have it, we've now learned to just be like, unfortunately, we can't support you this time round. Have you tried this person? Because I feel like in, in a lot of families, there might be someone else that they can always ask for the help. So that's what I've had to learn to do. Like, it's, it, there's nothing wrong with saying no or saying I don't have it if you don't have it. And prioritizing yourself sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah, family and money. I think we could talk about this one all day. I'm not going to lie. I feel like it's always that deep one anyway when it comes to money. <laughs> it is because, yeah, it's there's this family dynamic and then there's the money dynamic and then the two of them coming together. It's just like, whoa, okay, there's a lot to consider here. There's yeah. a lot to think about. So so we've got, we've got family asking you for money to begin with. And then we have just things that you do as a family on the one side that cost money yeah and then there's an obligation that your partner should just get along with it you know you need to have that conversation because genuinely speaking they might disagree yeah and if you if you do if you're in a position where you're both disagreeing about like the christmas example that i used earlier on it's then understanding well what are you comfortable with what am i comfortable with and let's just kind of work together with this yeah sure there may be times where it's like okay i put my hands up i can't really have a say in this because this is what you do and I'll be ha- I'll happily support you in mm. this but then I'm expecting equal reciprocation back to yeah. me for something that happens with my family yeah. you know that kind of thing so it's but it's a big topic fund ultimately what we're saying is this have the conversation with your partner about okay family and money what how do we handle it what are we doing how do we navigate this mm. very tricky terrain of like keeping the family happy but making sure that the whole dynamic of family and money doesn't then mess us up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't come between us. So that's definitely the second money conversation you should be having. Definitely agree with that. What would you then say is the third money conversation that every couple should have? Do you know what? I think I think every couple should have the conversation of what your future or your dreams right. or your ambitions right. uh, are. 
especially as a couple, not just indiv- as individuals, but as a couple in your relationship, why, why are you together? Or like, what are the things that you'd like to achieve together? Right. What, what are the things that you like to aim for together and really attain together? This is such a key conversation to have, you know, because it's not, it's not just about money. It goes beyond money. Yeah. But the reason why this is important is because then every money decision you make down the line should lead you towards this sort of mm. dream that you're trying to build together right, sort of thing. Right. And so I feel like, you know, relationships, we always say that relationship goes beyond just living together and like being in the same house or whatever. It's it's that beyond that, ten years from now, two years from now, two months from now, like what is it that you're aiming towards? Yeah. And that may be owning a house together and building a family together. That may be that you travel together. That yeah. may be that you become financially independent together and spend the rest of your lives doing the things that you want to do in a different way. Yeah. It may be that you want a big family and therefore you need, you know, money to sustain and cover the living costs of a very big Absolutely. family. But you need to have that conversation mm. and you can't assume that your partner will simply say yes to your dream. Right. You kind of need to almost build your joint combined dream together yeah that way when you are now having the money conversations in how your budget where you're going to invest your money or whether you want to start a business or build your careers you're keeping in mind that okay we're trying to build this this for the both of us so let's not lose sight of that yeah I definitely agree with that I'd like to believe that as much as people love each other, like, oh, we're together because we love each other. Mm. A lot of couples also want to grow. You yeah. also want to achieve things. Like Tanda said, you might you might be thinking, we want to buy a house. We want to build a family. We want to travel together. You want to grow. Like, life is progressive. We yeah. have to progress in life. We can't, we're not people that are stagnant, that just stay in the same situation forever and ever, but we have to progress. If you think about our lives in general, like I'm not five years old anymore. I've progressed and I've grown. So I also feel like our relationships need to grow. And if that's, well, we're planning for a family, we're going to have this many children and live here and there and the other. It means that you're progressing. So it's definitely a conversation to have because I also feel like it gives you a sense of direction. You know exactly where you're going do you know what i mean like you don't want to like live life aimlessly because i'm sure none of us want to turn around five years from now and be like oh man i'm still in the same position as in five years ago nothing's changed still earning the same salary still in the same job still in the same none of us want that Mm. so you give it gives you direction having that conversation gives your relationship some sort of direction and I guess it helps you to also work on your goals because when you've got direction, you've got goals that you're working on, you're growing together. So it's so important to talk about it. But it's such a powerful thing to have because, you know, yes, it gives you direction, but it gives you like something that you're both passionate yeah. about. And it gives you something that you're both working towards. Exactly. And something that you're both like really in tune about being like, yes, yeah. we want to do this together and we want to build this life for us. Yeah. And like, Trust me, guys, that is probably, if anything, this is the conversation that you should be having with your partner. As I said, it goes beyond money. This is just your relationship in general. Where is it heading? What are you, you know, what is it that you're aiming towards beyond living together in the present and beyond kind of enjoying each other in the present? What does your ideal future look like together? And that alone will be more than enough to kind of keep you going in your relationship. But also, like, when you're starting to have money fights, yeah, you might disagree about like whether to buy a 20 pound takeaway or not, 
But then you realize that this is nothing compared to the thing that we're trying to achieve and attain. Yeah. Uh, in, in regard to our future, there's a bigger goal. There's a, a massive bigger picture. Goal, right? Yeah. A very bigger picture that we're aiming towards and so it really puts things in perspective for you but i definitely think it will enhance your relationship in a massive way that you cannot you cannot miss this conversation no matter what definitely i genuinely hope you guys have found what we've had to say today super useful we'd love to know in the comments what sort of money conversations you guys think are important for couples to have what are the ones that you've actually had mm. together with your partner and what are the ones that you definitely say to new couples have this conversation don't miss out on it so let us know that in the comment section below yeah do not do not miss out on having these conversations and trust us you will definitely enjoy it so we thank you for joining us today and we can't wait to see you in the next conversation that we'll have